Oh my goodness. Hi everyone, happy Wednesday. Oh, let me pull my, what's going on with my mic? Uh, happy Wednesday, how are you? Hope you're having a great day today. Hope you're having a great week this week. Um, one more day until we uh, start feeding the metabolism again. Um, <laughs> back to that super inconvenient, terribly exhausting tweak but also super effective. If you're not into the tweak, just keep your eyes on what people are saying. They're really learning a lot from the feeding the metabolism tweak. Again, we, we approach weight loss from a variety of different angles. We kind of shake things up. We bring issues and associations to the surface so we can work through them and tie to those issues and associations or habits that you've created, right? Um, a lot of us are pretty messed up from spending time in the diet industry, terrified to eat, unsure, um, uh, not trusting our bodies, not trusting our bodies. And, you know, from from pretty much the minute we are born, our society teaches us to disconnect from ourselves, you know, and we ignore when we're hungry, we ignore when we're tired, we ignore when we're stressed, we ignore when we're thirsty, and we prioritize ourselves really low on our list of priorities. I loved our conversation um, with Laura yesterday because um, it was kind of representative of that. She didn't have a weight issue growing up. She's super high, super high metabolism. You know, you, you've all had those friends who are so skinny and, and, you know, you're like, oh my God, how can and they eat everything? You know, they, they, they're, 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 they're very lean, but they eat everything. You're like, how can you be so lean? And they have a high metabolism. That is, that is indicative of someone who's never messed with their diet. They just ate according to their body's needs. They ate when they were hungry, drank when they were thirsty, did those things. And so their body never had a need to to uh, feel the need to store fat. And then what happens, and, and this also happens with many of us, if you didn't have a weight issue when you were younger, is that when you start your life, you start you know, prioritizing your job and other people and other things in your life above yourself. Your stress levels you know, get higher. You don't take the time to, to meet your needs um, like you did. And then that all starts to affect your weight, right? And it's not just the foods because there are people out there who can eat lots of foods. Those people who eat, oh, how can you eat all the time and eat that? and not never gain weight well because their body never had a need to store the fat in the first place eating does not make you fat it's all about the messages that your body is sending and your body has this innate ability to keep you alive and to make sure you stay alive you know for as long as possible um so so the body's never gonna let you you know lose too much weight and starve to death and that's why when you do those deprivation diets and you do take your weight right down to those low numbers as soon as you start to eat normal foods you feel like you're gaining that weight back that's not going to happen with this process because of the way that we're losing weight but also simultaneously you're working through issues and associations and old habits and all of those things you are literally rewiring and I know I've said this a million times rewiring how your body has come to function and how your brain has become wired around your foods and your thoughts and a lot of us have very negative dialogues I, I know just from the pandemic in the last couple of years um, I'm kind of edgy um, I, I, I've got some some negative self th thoughts going on that just weren't there in the previous years it's just been a rough it's been tough rough and tough couple of years and and I've noticed I'm not the same kind of you know you know things just you slide off me, go with the flow kind of Gina that it was a couple years ago. Um, now maybe this is the universe, you know, throwing out things, throwing things at me and preparing me for the things that I'm, you know, I want to accomplish in my life and the skills that I'm going to need for that. So I've been talking about this this week. You guys set out to reach this goal finally and forever. And a lot of you have a lot hinging on reaching that goal. You don't just want to lose the weight. When you lose this weight, you're going to do this. And you're going to do that. And you're going to go out and do this and this and this and this. And so a lot is hinging on your weight loss goal. And if you put your, your goals out into the universe, um, the universe is going to hit you up with all the things that you're 
you're going to need in order to reach those goals, including working through your shit, you know, working through your issues and the things that are holding you back. So that's why this, this process is so feely. It's so much bigger than just losing weight. It's losing weight finally and forever, right? Like literally moving on with the rest of your life and then getting to this place where you're super calm about what you're eating and not eating and just about, you know, you, you, your food choices in general, and you'll know what your body needs and discern over your actual wants. And if you do choose to indulge in your wants, you, it's a conscious choice. Um, you're not berating yourself after, and you're just simply, you know, helping your body recover from that um, on the other side. And, and the reason why you need to recover or help the body get back on track from any indulgences, the same in, back on track that we're going to be implementing uh, with you guys in the next in the next couple of weeks is going to be the same back on track you're going to use to maintain your weight. So if ever if all you ever did after you lost your weight was eat lean proteins, um, you know fruits, veggies, good fats, um, grains, rices, quinoa, those kinds of things, no one would have to worry about ever gaining weight. But because we choose to eat foods that our bodies aren't particularly designed to process and digest, high sugars, high fats, like just extreme types of foods, and then we overindulge in them, then that really messes with our system. That really messes causes inflammation, causes high insulin levels and all those things, right? So it doesn't mean when you're done losing weight, if you eat those things, you're going to gain the weight. I mean, eventually, if you keep eating like that, not mindful, right, and, not, and drop the ball of managing your stress and your sleep and all those things, then yeah, you, you, you'll start to gain that weight back. But if you ever you indulge and then you literally drink a little extra water and the next day, don't starve yourself the next day. Make sure you reinforce the fact that, you know, you didn't overeat because there's a lack of food. You, you overeat because you just indulge and then you just get the body back on track. You know, have extra leafy greens, you drink a little extra water. Cause the reality is if you indulge last night and the scale is up today, you're just full of shit. It needs to come out. Your body just needs to process your foods. After your body processes your foods, your weight will drop right back down. Right? Um, so many also reasons it's, it's definitely a good reminder. And we've done the let's revisit. Why is your weight up post? You are trying to lose weight and you're, you're using the scale as a tool and you're hyper-focused on it day to day to day to day. So you're going to pick up on the natural fluctuations that are going to happen on that scale regardless of what you do. Let me say that again. The scale is going to fluctuate no matter what you do. It's going to naturally fluctuate due to hormones, due to your body regulating things. It's going to, it's your weight is going to go up if you're tired, which, you know, it's not real weight gain. If you have salty food, not real weight gain, hard to digest food like steak or pork, not a reason to not eat it, not real weight gain, um, working out, your body being sore, not real, not real weight gain. So many reasons why your scale can be up. And one of the biggest reasons why your scale can be up is because it's all, it's on its way down. So just a reminder post today. All right, let's get into, do I have glasses anywhere? Did I not bring my glasses? Uh, I don't know. I think maybe, ah, uh, thanks, Sonia. I don't have my glasses. I can't see anything. I can't see anything. I'm totally blind without my glasses. Um, I could try to read these, but I can't. Okay. So, um, where are we at with those videos from Jen Pike? Do we have those yet? Do you, do you guys see the conversation with Jen Pike? Uh, first of all, I talked uh, men and hormones. Uh, I forgot to ask her last time, so we continue that conversation. You haven't seen it. Also, just a reminder, all of our guest segments and spill the tea and such uh, and any future cooking segments and stuff that we're going to do, they're all going to be posted up on um, our podcast, which is available on ACAS, Spotify, and Apple as well. 
Um, but Jen, Jen is going to share some, uh, some of her exercises with us. She's going to also give you a link to like, uh, to try, try her uh, membership out for a week. And if you're interested, she's also going to give us a big discount on her big, um, workout platform, but she's going to give us some exercises that you got that we're going to store in our exercise guide. Somebody had a great idea today of doing an exercise share page. I was actually surprised to find out that we haven't done that, but also we don't put a massive major emphasis on exercise and you still don't need to exercise in order to lose weight so if you're not into this conversation that's fine but I'm gonna get that up for you I'm gonna put an exercise share page and put it up in the um thanks Sonia and put it up in the um in the exercise guide where we have some of those videos that I shared so you guys can share some of your favorite exercises favorite resources favorite online platforms favorite YouTube videos all of that stuff so I'm gonna I'm gonna get that up for you if not uh, later today I'll get that up for you guys tomorrow and then you can start you can start sharing your ideas for exercise I thought that was pretty smart I was actually quite surprised that we we hadn't already done that to be honest but um let me roll it back hi donnell good morning i'm on this beautiful plateau which brings my eyes up from the scale forward to the mirror oh yes please Please, 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 please go looking for those non-scale victories. Be looking at your body transforming in front of your eyes because it's going to be transforming in front of your eyes. Even when the scale isn't moving, it's pretty amazing how much the, how much your body can change. Anyway, let me try to read this without interrupting. I am on this beautiful plateau, which brings my eyes up from the scale forward to the mirror. The transformation this week alone has been so surreal. I started exercising on Sunday, 10 minutes every two days to start. And boy, what a difference. Not just what I see, but what I feel energy wise. I was able to do this the first group because my, uh, your bursitis played a major factor and minimized my movements to 10 minute walks in the morning with my energetic dog, Lola. Sometimes a second walk in the afternoon if my hip would allow losing 18 pounds in my first group and now taking turmeric for just over a month with other supplements has enabled me to make this life change who knew something so small could make such a big impact on my well-being overall ah it's so good, right? Every little bit counts, so never discredit the changes you are making as they will provide results uh, for you if you just keep at it. So I've reprinted the troubleshooting sheets to reevaluate my score. Previously 165, cheers to leveling up. I love that. Good on you. You know, I rode my bike, and not to make this about me. <laughs> Who are you laughing at over there? I rode my bike for 10 minutes yesterday. I, you guys know I've been stressed about getting on it. And, it, and I, I got my heart rate up, and I sweated a little bit. Um, and even that 10 minutes kind of made me feel tired after, but mentally, can we just talk about mentally how great I felt because I finally fucking did this and did it for myself and I got on there and it felt good. And you know, I made time for myself. I had the busiest fucking day yesterday. Oh my God. I got another one today, but ask me if I'm getting on that bike again. Yeah. 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 I don't care if I got to get on it 10 minutes before bed, how I felt after doing that was just so worth it and I can't believe it took me so long so you know you may not you may seem like you're 10 minutes of moving your body or 10 minutes of exercise or you little bit of this or leveling up here or there is not going to make a difference it's going to make a difference in ways that you didn't even realize it's going to make a difference you know I love this you you know you took that initiative you did it um uh, we had such a great conversation with Ashley one of our vibe ambassadors I wish we could air it it was 
in our last in our last group. Ashley um, has struggled. If you if you want to go and she's crushed the program, but she was very, uh, very, um, very upfront in sharing her struggles. It took her like five or six programs or something. Ashley signed up. I saw her kind of you know do well, and then she kind of stepped back, and then she struggled, and I kind of kept my eye on her. And um, the last group she did, I was really nervous for her. I actually kind of lost a little bit of faith and and uh, in in her a little bit. I was a little bit nervous, and then she like crushed it. She like she hit it out of the park. Her last group, and then we had her on spill the tea to talk about it. Oh my God, like what an amazing journey and so inspiring. And she just recognized that life kept getting in the way, which there was kind of no way around that, you know, and then what she did kind of rallied and just made all these kind of non-negotiables for herself. So she's like, okay, in my life, these things are going to, I'm going to do these things. These are the things I'm going to prioritize that are important to me. And she made them non-negotiables. And a lot of us talk about that. It was such an inspiring moment. And I've talked about it, but you know, I'm really going to implement, I'm going to stop talking about it. I'm going to start implementing it. Um, you know, sometimes in life you have to like, you have to really fight for your own, for prioritizing yourself and fight for your time. There's so many excuses you can use. I, I, um, saw this thing from Mel Robbins and it was just talking about you now making, not making excuses, but yeah, making excuses for yourself. But it's so easy to do, but it's kind of takes a piece of your soul every time you make excuse for yourself. Cause it's not, you know what I mean? It's like working, it's almost working against yourself, not like, you know, showing up for yourself. Um, so Yeah. I love this. I love this. Cheers to leveling up. Cheers to leveling up. Love that. What a great way to start the day. Uh, hi, Janine. To those of you who are struggling, look for the non-scale victories. Okay, this is the conversation today. I love it. I'm here for it. This is my third round. I haven't lost a pound this round. It's not the program, though, as I'm completely getting in my own way. I've lost 45 pounds since April. So I have complete faith in the program. I guess I'm still working on having... Oh, my God. This is so huge. Ha! Let me read this again. Okay. To those of you who are struggling, look for the non-scale victories. This is my third round. I haven't lost a pound this round. It's not the program, though, as I'm completely getting in my own way. I've lost 45 pounds since April. So I have complete faith in the program. I guess I'm still working on having complete faith in myself. Like for real. Um, I love this shit. Anyhow, last night I fit into the smallest article of clothing in my closet other than my high school prom dress from 1990. My body is still changing even though the scale hasn't gone down. I'm continually amazed by this incredible program. Forever grateful. Drop the fucking mic. This makes me so excited. It makes me so excited because there is this massive conversation going on about people's bodies changing from a, from from members who've lost a good chunk of weight and on these like stabilizing plateaus where their body clearly is taking the time to adjust their weight and make their new weight your new norm and in that you're noticing your body is like transform it's just like ah I freaking love it the patience that you are learning recognizing it's a process recognizing what you need to put into truly finally and forever you know ah this is so good I guess I'm still working on having complete faith in myself ah I die. This is good. So good. This is it. And Janine, this is like that vibe. Like I have no doubt that you are going to reach your goal and move on for the rest of your life. Like this, this is the kind of work you got to put into this. You know, this is, this is it. This is it. Oh, so good. So good. I wish I could bottle it. Like I wish there was a way to show it and bottle it, you know, and, um, 
you know, and to take the, and you know, there's a lot happening on Instagram and, and it's not my place to be grabbing people's photos and using them for my own, you know, even inspiring you guys. It's not, it's not my place for that, but I wish there was a way we could bottle the conversations that are happening from people who've been successful and they're now and really recognizing how much their body has changed. So many of you just from our conversation this week taught when I told you guys go into your closets, go into your closets because 10 pounds on this program is like 20 pounds on another program. So if you're waiting to hit a certain weight, before you put those clothes on, you'd be surprised. Put them on now because chances are by the time you wait till you hit that weight, they're going to be too big on you. They're going to be too big on you. Oh, this conversation today. Michelle, my period started yesterday. I'm upping the calm leafy greens, doing what I can to take care of this body. Thank you for that reminder, supporting that body and detox, showing up, doing all the things. That's a great reminder. Uh, Laura's tea time was so great. She was like 100% me, yeah. And it was interesting to find out when she knew she was done. That was a good realization. Yeah, I mean, not every... There are people here who have like two, 300 pounds to lose. And there are people here who don't have any weight to lose who are here to kind of level up their health and wellness, you know. And there's this conversation about, you know, skinny people and how they can't... They, they, they You know, they don't have a right to lose weight. They don't have a right to struggle with their weight. Here's what you'll realize. Feeling uncomfortable in your skin is feeling uncomfortable in your skin it's not based on a certain number and you will realize like you can have a hundred pounds to lose you'll lose 60 pounds you'll feel amazing once that weight starts to solidify you're still gonna feel just as uncomfortable on your in your skin with those 40 pounds left even though you've lost 60 and then once you lose those 40 pounds you're gonna feel amazing you're gonna feel a rock star guess what you're still gonna have bloated fat days where you feel like you're super bloated you're still gonna get your menstrual cycle you're still gonna in every now and then and you're going to feel bloated and gross and you are going to feel just as bloated and gross in your new body with all your weight gone as you did in your old body with your weight on so feeling bloated and gross is feeling bloated and gross feeling uncomfortable in your skin feeling uncomfortable in your skin whether you have 100 pounds to lose or five pounds to lose the feeling is exactly the same the feeling is exactly the same it doesn't change it doesn't change right so 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 many times like I used to work at a gym well, it's no secret what gym I worked at, but I worked at a gym and, um, I would have women come to me and, and be like, Hey, like, can I talk to you? Like, I, I want to lose weight. I don't want anyone to know that I want to lose weight, but you know, and I don't have, I know, I know I don't have a lot of weight to lose and I, I know I don't look like, I, and I was like, whoa, 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 stop making excuses. You feel like you have weight to lose? Yeah. Okay. Then let's have a conversation, you know, but I would have these women come up to me in the sly and be like, I don't want anyone to know that I'm trying to lose weight because I'm embarrassed because I don't have a lot of weight to lose. And I'm like, well, you have a right just as everybody else to feel confident, comfortable in your skin. Just because you may not have a lot of weight to lose doesn't mean it's not worth a conversation or it's not worth you doing the program. And I'll also have, listen, five pounds can be just as hard for someone to lose as 50 pounds. That That's how I met Erin Kaufman. Erin Kaufman, um, she had like, 10 pounds, our pharmacist, Erin Kaufman, she did the program, I think, man, years back at this point. Um, and she brought a bunch of friends with her and she had the least amount of weight to lose and she struggled the most. She, she had the least amount of weight to lose of all of her friends and she struggled the most. And to the point where her friends, when I used to do these um, troubleshooting sessions where I'd bring people on camera with me and we would do it in front of everyone. So we would go through that troubleshooting post and I'd go on with people. So I'd bring on people who were struggling. 
and everyone nominated her and so I brought her on and she's like you know I don't have a lot of weight to lose and I'm like let's just ditch that conversation you're here you do have weight to lose and you're having a really fucking hard time losing it so let's talk about why why you know so I love Laura's story I love Laura's story you know a little bit of something for everybody you know hits different and, and resonates people here for a variety of different reasons it was so good so good the drop came Jennifer the drop came 90.1 pounds down I had been on a plateau for a few weeks let me read this again even at 90 pounds down, people still freaking out about their plateaus, right? This is, this is like, we talked about this. We talk, when did we talk about this? The feels yesterday in the team time. Those feels are going to be real. Every time that scale goes up, every time you're on that plateau, those feels are going to be real, but those feels are reminiscent of re like the remnants from the diet industry. Have faith, have trust. That plateau is there for a reason to help your body stabilize your weight. Show up like you're like, it's going to break. Show up, like do all the things every day. Don't be patient with it, but be patient with it you know at the same time I've been on a plateau for a few weeks and I fully understand what my, that my body needs to stabilize but I felt it was going for a long time yeah well yeah it got you know it's not unusual to have plateau if you lost a big chunk of weight at some point you're really due for a big plateau so I asked myself what would Gina say over the weekend I rewatched. okay I'm gonna read this from again the drop came 90.1 pounds down I've been on a plateau for a few weeks and I fully understand that my body needs to stabilize but I felt it was going for a long time so I asked myself what would Gina say over the weekend I rewatched a bunch of the program videos I reread the scale maximizing redid the 20 questions I found a few areas I could be doing more I doubled down did all the things and today a new low down 90 pounds and feeling amazing yeah there is always more you can do and you know I have only met ever one person like in the group out of one person I'm, I'm not lying one person um God, what was her name I gotta remember her name my brain I'm like getting my period my brain's a mess now. I'm tired I'm still hung over from the weekend um <laughs> Still hung over the weekend. Um, one person, and I brought her on, and she literally was doing all the things, and she was doing all the things to a to the level that then she was going to see her doctors and naturopaths and whatever, and you know, so to the point that after I was done talking to her, I actually gave her my phone number, and I had her start texting me what she was eating and doing all that stuff. Anyway, many months later, she she finally got the right test and realized her body was just full of inflammation, and there were actual reasons. And, you know, it was one of those things that took a long time to get to the point, you know, that she was recognizing and getting the test back and realized what was happening in her body. But she really was. She was like the one person out of, I don't know, 50,000 people I've helped in the last couple of years um, who who really was doing all the things. And, um, and, and then in the end it ended up being inflammation and that's and that's what it was and and that's not a bad thing because she figured out what what it was and she figured out what she needed to do and it didn't mean the program wasn't work for her just that she needed to do that but but in my experience talking to many thousands of people people there's this thing where people want and Sasha's going to do a post on this for science saturdays there's this thing where people want it so bad that they want it so bad and they spend so much time hoping for it thinking about it wanting it that they 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 take into account 
that effort. They, they, they include their wanting it so badly as their effort. So they feel like they should have already had it by now. And they say things like for how hard I'm working, I already should have lost 20 pounds. Yet you've probably starved and deprived and neglected your body and been so disconnected for like the last 20 years. So what makes you think that you, you should be, your body should be already lost, you know, but it's because you want it so bad. I want this so bad. I want it more than anyone. Therefore I deserve to have it. Therefore, why don't I already have it? You know, and that kind of, that kind of thinking happens a lot with this process and it really prevents you from opening your eyes up and being honest with yourself about the things you could still do. Like I, I literally would, and I, the reason, and straight up, straight up, the reasons why I stopped doing those troubleshooting sessions is because it was getting to the point where I was pointing out the obvious for people. People would be like, I'm, I'm you, I would say, okay, you gave yourself a 10 for water. How much are you drinking? Oh, you know, about, you know, two and a half, three and a half. Like, okay, but that's not enough. Oh, I know, but it's way more than I used to drink. And I'm so proud of myself for drinking more. And I would say to them, okay, I love that you're proud of yourself and you're drinking more, but you don't get a 10 for doing better or drinking more. You get a 10 for like maxing out and really super being in tune to actually how much you need, you know? So that's not even hitting minimum requirements, you know? Or I would be like 10 for exercise. Okay, moving your body. Okay, so what are you doing? Again, I'm taking my, and I used to, I'd take my dog for a walk because that's always the, the, I take my dog for a walk a couple times a day. Okay, but that you, that's a 10 to get your heart rate up. Well, no, but you know, I, I walk fast. Okay, but you don't get your heart rate up. Okay, which is going to, you know, send a message to strengthen your heart, which helps to boost your metabolism, send the message that your body's alive. You know, it's all about those messagings. Let's get that. That's the, that's the effectiveness of it. No. Okay. Well, do you do any resistance training? No, but I, you know, I walk my dogs uphill. Okay. So you're not getting your heart rate up. You're not doing any kind of resistance training. You're moving your dog twice a week. Um, yeah. Well, how come, you know, can you do it three times a week? Like, well, it's that, that's, you know, I'm, I'm like with my schedule and stuff, that's the most that I can do. Okay. So I get that walking your dog twice a week is the most that you can do, but you're not getting your heart rate up. You're not, you know, you're not, you know, taxing your muscles or you're using your muscle resistance. Like you're not, you know, and not to say that you have to exercise. This isn't about that, but you know, getting your heart rate up and those kinds of things, definitely beneficial. You don't get a 10. You don't get a 10 because it's the most that you can do, right? And so this was happening a lot and straight up, to be honest, that's why I stopped doing them because I, I didn't, it got to a point where I didn't want to embarrass people because I had to point out the obvious. People were saying they were doing everything. I get on camera with them and they were far from doing all of the things. It's just, they really believed that they were doing all the things because they were working really hard at it and they wanted it so bad and they had made all of these amazing changes. And, and I'm not discounting the fact that you have made all of these amazing changes and that is amazing but is there still more that you can do and the thing is too like if it would be a different conversation if you guys were if you guys were patient about seeing that scale move and willing to put in the time that it takes but most of you and I don't blame you want to see the scale move sooner rather than later and you want to see as much movement on that scale as possible in the time frame that we have so if you're showing up and you're frustrated with the amount you have lost or haven't lost and you want to see more then chances are you need to do more and you need to put more into this process. And then on the other side of that, and here's where I have issue, because if you really truly are getting tense across the board, then how come you are not feeling comfort in the fact that what your body needs is time? Like, I'd be like, fuck yeah, Gina, I'm crushing this bitch. I'm getting this shit done, you know? So I'm waiting for my payoff, you know, I'd be showing up and I'd be expecting that scale to move and I would recognize if it isn't, you know, I'm doing all the things. So that's going to make my mind feel calm. You know, so, 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 so that's sort of like, 
you know, this, this, these concepts of plateaus and, you know, I know they're so frustrating when the scale goes up, it, it brings up the feels when you're on the plateaus, it brings up the feels. If, if you have, if you still have feels coming up, guess what? If you still have the feels coming up when you get on the scale, if you still have the feels coming up when you're on the plateau, guess what? You still have shit you got to work through. Because why are you stressing? Why are you feeling about the fact that your scale is going up when that's totally normal? It's totally normal for your scale to go up before it drops down, which can be a sign things are working. Your scale is going to go up for so many reasons, which, you know, you'll have no control over. So, you know, why are you still stressing about that? Because chances are there's still something in that for you to work through. That's what the feels are there for, for you guys to work through your shit. I know I went off a bit of a tangent there. I don't know what I'm talking about, but here we are. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Let me scroll down and see if I can get into some questions. Hi, Sarah. Good morning. The notion of prioritizing ourselves is so huge, isn't it? We have created this society where we're constantly taking care of people because we're not prioritizing ourselves in our own life and we're prioritizing other people, which is amazing, but at, but, but at the, at the cost of our own health and wellness, you know, and, and so it's, we're creating situations where people have to come up underneath us and then take care of us. You know, it's a, it's a vicious cycle. Um, this notion of prioritizing ourselves is so huge. I have so many people asking about this program. And while there is so much to say about it, what I always lead with is that I have a whole new relationship with my body now. And that is key to all the other changes that have happened since. I'll never forget the first time you said your body is on your side, Gina. My mind shift from that alone was mind blowing. Onward to eating 12 times a day. <laughs> That's exhausting. Um, yeah, your body is on your side. And so many people have that relationship where they feel like their body hates them, is trying to screw them. And that just creates icky vibes, you know, just internally. And that's just not good for your soul, you know. And that just creates your, your you just create stress. And this really just, you know, that you have to live in this. It's like living in a house that you hate. You hate your house and you just want to move out of it, but you can't. This is where you got to live the rest of your life. So you might as well make it this space that you love spending time in, you know? Oh, that's huge. Your body is on your side. It's so on your side. And like it just, the, like, I wish you guys could understand how hard it is for people who want to gain weight to gain weight. Because you guys are reflecting on accumulative results, years of messages and, you know, and, uh, and, um, you know, for someone who's trying to gain weight, it is so hard. Like just the thought, every time I talk about it, I hate it. Uh, I don't used to do it. I don't do it anymore. Cause talk about stressful, <laughs> take a person, help them lose weight any day or trying to help someone gain weight. It is so much harder than you think, but because we are taught that ups on the scale are real weight gain, which they are not, people assume that their weight, they gain weight so fast when in reality they're, they're not actually gaining weight they're just fluctuations of scale like that time I went to I went to Mexico and I thought if I hadn't seen it with my own eyes I wouldn't have believed it that if I actually hadn't felt it I don't know what was going on with me I flew to Mexico with my family I think it was probably dehydrated and stressed out before I went with them and I got there and it was like boo city and I was eating and my weight was up 16 pounds to the point where by the end of the trip I was looking at my body and thinking whose body is this like I don't even recognize it like and there was a scale in the room and I never get on the scale on vacation but it was such a, I don't know what it was. Like, I don't know what was happening in my body, but it just went like so, so just bloated up 16 pounds. And then I got back home within three days. My weight dropped right back down. And if I hadn't seen that on the scale, I'm like actually some, you know, I would have been like, how, how do you gain 16 pounds in, in a week? You don't gain 16 pounds in a week, but your body can retain water and have your weight up. And also, my body is very reactive. My my, weight, my scale can go from 119 up towards a 132. Um, it's very it's very reactive. Probably because I'm very extreme. I'll eat some chips and not drink my water and all those things. Probably why. Um, but yeah, you know. 
Um, showing up for myself from now on. This is what this is about. Prioritizing ourselves. Non-scale victories. Love this conversation today. Uh, I scheduled my elliptical time on my work calendar so I can watch Gina's live and not get tasked by anyone at work. My work hours are flexible, so uh, I've blocked this time for me. Non-negotiable. Love it. No, love it. Hi, Morgan. Not sure if this is a non-scale victory. I've always worked out better. Used I always worked out, but never used to feel sore muscles, no matter how hard my workout was. Now I seem to get sore and wondering if that has to do with getting rid of some inflammation in my body. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So what's happened? More so than that. More so than that. I love this. So when you were working out before, when you're working out and your body feels the need to store fat, right? It's kind of keeping you on reserve mode. It's not allowing you access to the, to the energy that you truly have. So it's giving you energy. You can do things, but everything seems hard and your body's slow and sluggish and kind of those things. So now your body is giving you complete, like it's giving you access and your muscles are all in your body is being more efficient with everything that it does, including your exercises. So you know how you can get used to do, if you do the same exercise routine all the time, well, first of all, if you do the same exercise routine all the time, your body will get used to it. It's kind of no, no longer is challenging, which is why in the exercise world, you're told to constantly like flip up your, change up your exercises to keep it challenging. Um, but what happened before when your body is, is, um, is, is keep you on reserve mode, you're, you're kind of muscling through your exercise. You're muscling through it. You're doing the exercise. And it feels hard. And maybe you're sweating, right? And you're just kind of, let's get, let's get it done. Now that your body's working so efficiently and giving you access to the energy, it's like getting in, getting the exercise and getting them done. So it's more efficient and your muscles are more all in. And it's like, it's like a deeper, more effective exercise. So that's why you're going to notice when you're doing your exercises that you, you're going to feel it. You're going to feel like your, your muscles are working more efficiently and that you're getting deeper into the muscles in your, the right muscles are actually working rather than an overall kind of like, let's just do the minimum, get this shit done kind of work, you know, in, in terms of your body. So that's that's what's happening. Um, your, your, the proper muscles are being engaged. Um, your body's being more efficient. You're getting a deeper, more effective workout from that. And you're noticing because you're sore. You're also could be like the messaging system is more clear. So when you are sore, your, your body's letting you, Hey, we're sore, drink water, get some rest, get some extra sleep, you know, that kind of thing, letting you know where it's at. So it's a lot of things you being in more in tune, your body being more efficient and allowing you access to the resources that you have to, to, to properly move your body and engage in those activities and use the proper muscles for that. So that's actually super cool. So I actually, so you take people like I worked in gyms, right? I worked in gyms my entire life since I was 14 and I worked the morning shift many times and I see the same people were consistent. They come in every day, five o'clock doing that workout, elliptical bike, doing the weights, doing the things. Body's never changing, constantly talking about how they want to lose 20 pounds. Everyone in there wants to lose 20 pounds a year, two years, Three years, same workout, same people, bodies never change. You want to know why? Because their food and their eating isn't on point. Food and eating isn't on point, right? And they're just coming to the workout, pound the shit out of their bodies, and then nothing never changes. This process, your body is fucking transforming and changing in front of your eyes, even without working out, even without working out. You know, so you add that exercise in there, a little goes a long way. And this is why we're talking with Jen Pike, like less is more. Less is more. You get in there, you do the right exercises for your body, you know, on the right intensity. And so your body can properly repair and rebuild or if you want to tax that body right get in that body make sure you're giving it the rest and offsetting that lots of water make sure you're making those foods nutrient rich and that stuff but this is what's amazing i mean people who want to get the most out of their workouts should sign up for a program like this to align their food choices so they they actually can make real change in their body it's so super cool so this this just means that you're you're getting that deeper work you're getting that deeper workout hi margo huge understanding of what's happening to my body and why my back is so cold lately um from the let's talk fat post a new 
trust in the process and my body is shed shedding several kinds of fat. Yes, uh, which as of today, I was over 26 pounds. Nice. Past my goal, which I never discarded. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take with me. Oh. So good. Congrats. Congrats. Yeah. So I, 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 I did that post on fat, just talking about the different types of fat. A lot of people, for example, believe that when you lose fat, you lose fat cells. Like sometimes people talk about flushing fat out. Like we're not, we're not flushing fat out. Well, we're not flushing anything. You can't flush anything out of your body, but what you can do is support the body in detox and the body can release and eliminate, um, you know, what fills your fat cells. And, and your body does that through its metabolic process. When you pee, when you pee, when you breathe and when you sweat, right? Um, and, and, you know, people have been taught a lot of weird shit about fat and how they lose fat in their bodies um, over the years. So you don't actually lose fat cells. That's that's the key takeaway. Um, the, fat, the number of fat cells you have kind of remain the same. After you hit, you know, up into your early adulthood, um, you kind of like you're stuck with the fat cells that you have. And this is where genetics plays a role. Like some people have more fat cells than other people. And it doesn't mean that you gain weight easier. And it doesn't mean it's harder to lose. It just means that when you do gain the weight, you have the capacity capacity to gain a little bit more. So what happens when you gain weight is your fat cells fill, fill, and they expand. And then when you lose weight, they shrink, they shrink back down. Um, so that's what's happening. And then other, and also there's different kinds of fat in your body. And some of your fat mimics other fats and try to get other fat to be more like this fat. And so it's actually, and we talk about visceral fat, that fat that's intertwined up in your organs and stuff. So it's an interesting post. If you haven't had the opportunity to, 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 to read it, it's a, it, fats are just a lot more complicated what you think. I, I really generalize a lot. I try to keep things as, you know, layman's terms as possible and as simple as possible. Um, but what's happening behind the scenes is quite complicated. The body's just completely remarkable. We, as in as much as we know about it, we don't know a whole lot about it. Um, so you see these people who are doing these cold dips, they're, they're immersing, immersing their bodies in very cold water. And one of the reasons they're doing is trying to transform and produce more brown fat in their body, which is more the fat burning kind of, um, you fuel kind of, um, fat. And another th thing that they're doing with those cold dips as well, not that I suggest people go do that. I'm not going to fucking do that. Like I'm not dipping in a bucket of cold water and I don't know how much it adds up. The science isn't quite there yet. The science is telling us that you can sort of transform the kinds of fats in your body by doing that, but to what extent and how would it be worth it? I don't know. Another reason why they do that cold plunge is to calm down your vagus nerve. Um, to help the body kind of internally like just chill <laughs> if you're high and edgy. So if you're wondering, that's that's why people do that. But yeah, fascinating post. And I think the more you kind of understand about your body, the more it empowers you to take care of your body. I keep saying body. I catching myself say it. I don't know why I say body. I don't know why. It's like some weird internal voice. It doesn't know how to say body. Ah, yeah. Good morning, everyone. Hi, Kim. Man, the last couple of days I am self-imploding and sabotaging. Well, I love that you're recognizing that. Huge. Huge. Huge, 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 huge. Um, but I am not giving up. No, of course you're not because you're here. You're owning your shit. You're calling yourself out in front of everybody, right? I don't fucking love this. This is, I love this. I know what I'm doing and it's stopping today. What a revelation. I know what my triggers are. Huge. Knowing what your triggers are, huge, eyes wide open, love it, huge, yeah, drop the mic, drop the mic, drop the mic, drop the mic. Hi, Sue, a non-scale victory, had a facial yesterday and was told my skin was great. Ha, yes, right, all those nutrient-rich foods, all of that water you drink in, all that managing your stress, trying to get good sleep for your body to repair and rebuild, you know, and it adds up, makes a big difference, makes a big difference. Hi, Brenda, such a great spill the tea session with Jen Pike, I got so much out of both, I also love what Jen said, your body can't work on 
multiple issues at the same time. Yes. This is why weight loss is resources and logistics. It's giving the body the resource it needs to make change and helping it to prioritize and, and make time for it to make change. Like this ain't no rocket science thing. Know what to do in the foods and the resources and then give the body the platform of time, time to make the change, you know? Your body can't do multiple things at the same time. So it's all about allocating resources. What's it going to focus on? Give it the, what it needs, right? And then if help it. This is why we got to help it specifically focus on fat loss. This is why we have to manage our stress and get better sleep and, and do all those other things to help the body specifically focus on fat loss, you know? This is why we got to be really consistent to keep everything internally really calm to help the body focus on fat loss. Um, one, thing, uh, uh, one thing at a time. I think people really underestimate the amount of time your body body needs to make real change. Absolutely they do. Because the diet industry does shit like put on a cover of a magazine, lose 20 pounds in three days. Like that's the kind of shit you're constantly bombarding with, right? Well, you can lose like, and, and, and people believe that that magazine is actually like that. That's a real thing. You know, it's not a real thing. That magazine's just trying to sell magazines. Um, but people believe that, right? You lose 20 pounds in three days because we're constantly bombarding with the shit that you can lose a lot of weight super fast. And you can, it's not that you can't, like, that's the reality too. It's not like it's a lie. It's, you can't, I mean, I don't know about 20 pounds in three days. I think that's, I mean, maybe if you have a 300 pounds to lose, you could, you could potentially lose that. And if you didn't drink any water and it would water weight and stuff, why am I even talking about that? Um, I, I don't know why I'm talking about. I'm totally off on a tangent. Um, let me read this again. This is such, um, I also love that Jen said, your body can't work on multiple issues at the same time. One thing at a time. I think people really underestimate the amount of time your body needs to really make change. I thought that was, I thought I was in tune with my body after the first session, but man, was I wrong. I am so much more in tune with this session. And I think there are multiple layers of learning and understanding about yourself that you can't even imagine. So trust the process, take the time your body needs because the changes will happen. Yes, just so much yes, just all the yes. Ah, I think I might cry over this. What a great conversation today. You guys are exactly where you just, you, yes. So much yes. Um, the, the multiple layers of learning and understanding. <laughs> That's, this is how life is, right? Okay, I'm dealing with this. Universe, hit me up with the things I need to work through and deal with, okay? So you, you deal through this. Guess what? You deal through this pile of shit, right? And issues, pile of issues. Not pile of shit. Pile of issues you gotta deal with. Guess what? Universe is like, awesome! Here's more. You know, and then you deal with this. And then... <laughs> The universe just keeps throwing shit at you to give you the, to test you, to help you work through the stuff that you need to work through to do the things you want to do. So you have those skills, you know, that's just really how it works. That's why sometimes it's okay to take a, a step back and be like, you know what? Like, I don't need to learn anything today. Like, I'm always on a mission to learn. Like, there's things that I'm, I'm just getting started in things that I want to do. Like, even just, you know, I, I want to revolutionize the diet. I want to completely disrupt the diet industry. I want to I want to get this process out there. I want to help millions of people. <laughs> That's a big fucking goal. So imagine everything that comes with that, right? Imagine what it takes for me to say that out loud, 
and you know to be and be confident you know it's taken me a while to own the fact that i i want to i want to help millions of people i want to change the diet industry i want to i want to have obesity rates go from climbing which they've been doing for the last 30 years to actually you know declining i want to make a difference i want i want people to know that there's a different way to lose weight i want to win you know a a pulitzer prize for for my work i want i want to i want to change the diet industry say getting to a place where i could say that out loud without my stomach and knots and my throat going Like, took me a really long time. So I had to work through a lot of personal sh- issues and shit to be able to own what I was doing and to be able to have the confidence to say, now I need to work through the things that I need to do to have the confidence to make it fucking happen. Like, do you know the balls it takes to even say that? To the, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go up against Weight Watchers. I'm going to go up against Noom. I'm going to take them all fucking on. Me. Yeah. And you may be saying, oh, yeah, that's cute, Gina. Well, fuck you. I'm doing it. You know what I mean? And the universe is going to give me all the tools that I need because as long as I show up every day, day and do my best to work towards my goal and have as many choices that I'm making in my life that are going to help me reach that goal, I'm going to get there. But the universe sure is shit is going to challenge the heck out of me and say, are you sure, Gina? Are you sure? And it's going to hit me up with all kinds of challenges, which is going to make me a stronger person to deal with the challenges that I'm going to, uh, no doubt, be challenged with, you know? And finally and forever is no joke. Finally and forever is no joke. It's really no joke. It's so multi-layered. The shit that you're going to work through, but that's just life. I believe that we're on this planet to have a great time, first of all, and second of all, to, to learn from it and to work through things, to progress, to to move forward, to change, to level up, you know, and that's what we're all here to do. So this process, just in having you prioritize yourself and keep your energy directed at yourself, you're doing that. You're 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 forcing your, yourself to deal with yourself. You're forcing yourself to deal with your issues. You know, you're forcing yourself to prioritize and and to love yourself and accept yourself and to communicate with yourself. You're keeping your energy exactly where it belongs rather than out there, looking for answers out there, looking for shit out there, talking what out there, sidetracking yourself with all the shit going on out there. You're keeping it in here. When you do that, it's pretty fucking amazing what you can accomplish. It's so cool. It's such a cool process. With that said, you guys, I gotta go. I gotta go. I love this conversation. Um, Remember that you can watch it or listen to it, sorry, as a podcast over on Acast, um, uh, Spotify, and Apple. Tony is now caught up on all of our um, uh, podcasts except for that one Weight Watchers one that you guys are asking about. We just can't get it downloaded. Like I said, I think there's too many F-bombs in it i don't know facebook will not just download it so oh well um what else we got tomorrow uh, michelle pfeiffer is joining us uh from sprouted love uh she's one of our one of our she's on our team and she's got a great weight loss story and she's got this amazing product that a lot of you guys are using to make your foods nutrient rich we're gonna break it down we're gonna chat with her so i'm looking forward to that um today we are revisiting why is your weight up timely post after why is the scale post yesterday and we're talking about sabotage part two sabotage part two it's an awesome conversation interesting and hits different from when the first time we talked about sabotage so read it over let us know if you have any questions have an amazing day everyone and I'll see you later. Bye.